Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey! Oh, my God. Sorry, I panicked. Wow, you sit on attack? Yes. You ever sit on attack? I don't believe I have. I put one in my shoe once. No kidding. What'd you do that for? Well, somebody put one in my shoe, I should say. I caught my uncle doing that to Oh, me. yeah? Yeah. And uh, fortunately, I caught him. I tried to do a bit about it, and uh, the crowd was like, what? A little tacky. This is horrible. Hey, mm. I like that. You, you pinned it. To you don't hear tacky anymore. I hear it a little bit. Someone just said tacky the other day, and I forget why. Oh, all right. Well, I think the older generation still says tacky. Mm. Who said tacky? I want to think of it. It might be something private or personal. I've gotten that from saying something inappropriate like to a woman. They go, that's tacky. Yes. Yes, if you ask someone their shoe size, or if you ask like a cop if he's ever shot someone, that's yeah, tacky. Yeah, ask a woman her age. Yes. What, what do you think it's going on? Where, where do you stand on this uh, this age gap with the men and the women dating? What do you mean? Too well, big? Too little? My, I, my wife is older than me. She's uh, an old cunt. For some reason, that's allowed. Like no one cares about that, you know. But when when uh, here, here's my my beef here, there, sloppy jalopy. You gotta show me your beef. Curtains. So. If a guy, Dennis Quaid, is dating some girl who's like 30 years younger than him, or they're married or something, and everybody's right. like, that's so gross, he's a pig. But then Keanu is dating an ugly lady with gray hair, and all the women are like, he's such a good man. Wait, are you just, I think that's just the plot of that movie. No, 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 it's real. He really is? Yeah, yeah, he's dating like a you know, like an art teacher looking guy. Is that right? Because in that movie, uh, pretending to not know the name, something's got to give. He's interested in Diane Keaton, which is ridiculous. Oh, is he? He's a doctor, and he's ah. like sexy surfer doctor, and he wants to fuck Diane Keaton over the other chick with the huge tits. Wow, it's uh, truth is art, or truth to power. Art imitating life. Thank you. Life imitating art. Yes, first. Who's, who's that chick with the breasts in that movie? Uh, with the breasts. She's hot. She was in the whole 10 yards or the whole nine yards. Aniston? No, Amanda Peet. Amanda Peet. Oh, she's, so a, she's a looker. In the film, he meets Amanda Peet and he meets Diane Keaton, who I'm into also, but from the 70s. Sure, And yeah. he's all like, I got to bang uh, Keaton. Ugh. Which is the beginning, not the beginning, but right in the... The early stages of this like wokeness in the movies uh-huh. of like Keanu, why wouldn't Keanu want to fuck right. Diane Keaton over Amanda Peet? Yes, yeah, I like give me a Peet. But it sounds like he's fucking he's fucking a Keaton in real life. He is. She's worse than Keaton. She looks like <laughs> the the pigeon lady in Home Alone or something. But and you know, to each his anal. You can you can love whoever you want and bang whoever you want. Uh, you know, until she turns eighteen. But my point is. The gals, I think a lot of them on Twitter, this is where I'm getting all this, they all go like, oh, he's a good guy. I'm like, well, can't he be in love with a woman who's also hot and young? Right. But just because she's young, you hate her? But she could still be a great person. It depends on the young. I think 50 and 30 is okay, mm. but 30 and 10 is I get that's borderline. 30 you know? and 10 is tough. Uh, <laughs> that's Fogel, uh, R. Kelly area. Right. It's always it is that weird thing where you, it's hard not to do it when you see a sixty year old person dating a forty year old person to not be like when you were twenty one you were a fetus. Oh, that's weird. I, I guess. guess that's what it is. But once you're adult, you're adult. Sixty forty is not bad. Yeah. But you're saying yeah. that it's it's gender related. Of course, but I feel like men are tend to be attracted to younger women, and a lot of women are attracted to older men. Yes, certainly. It seems to lock in. If it's, you ask me, it's natural, and uh, it's a cruel fact of life. In most cases, not all. So don't yeah. send me some photo of whatever. Men tend to get more attractive as they age. Ah. The jaw squares up a little bit. They get a couple of wrinkles, which is sexy. A salt and pep. A little salt is nice, and they, they get a little more like upright, I yeah, think. Yeah, a little distinguished, maybe a little cacherie and a little silver fox. Yeah, and women become disgusting and useless. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. And it's just a way of life, as I always say. <laughs> biology. Biology is the biggest misogynist. Ah. Oh, that's nice. That's, ah. a, that's a fucking pig. 
pin or a bumper sticker yeah, or a tattoo. Sell. I got a few. Nobody um, bought them, especially no. Women's March. But a lot of women, obviously. Uh, I mean, I'm joking. My wife is older than me, and she's hotter now than she was ten years ago. She's S. got a keto thing. She's going to the gym, and, and uh, much hotter than you, by the way. Oh yeah, out of my league, certainly. Sure. But I got some money. I do okay. Yeah, you got a good uh, height. Herpes. Hair. Yeah. Herp, decent oh. hog. Overbite, crooked teeth, big forehead, a lot of anxiety, OCD. It's not good. Decent. You got some chest hair. You got a patch. Hey, I got a chest hair. I got a pretty nice bod these days. I've changed my diet. I'm working out. Mm-hmm. So I got that going, which is a nice bonus when you marry someone and then they get a better body. Yes, that's rare. We both got going on right now. You don't see that. Well, that definitely didn't happen with uh, Oprah. No. Is she married? Nah, I guess she won't do it. I think she's a dyke. Oh, well, is that I right? mean, I think she's a lesbian. Ah, well. That's my theory. Oprah is a person who's like the most famous, biggest person, but I've never really seen anything she's ever done. Well, she had a quite a popular television series. I think she still does. What? That's got to be done. Did you know this? Did you know Judge Judy gets bigger, way bigger ratings than Oprah and Ellen? I believe it, 100%. Isn't that crazy? She's the richest woman on the planet, or at least America. Wow. Yeah, yeah. She's huge. Little huge. Jewish gal from Brooke. Yeah, like, much bigger than uh, those people. I like Judge Judy. She seems like a cool cat. Hmm. She was on Real Time this week. Wasn't great. <laughs> oh, it damn. was not good. Uh, but yeah, I think there is a double standard there. But part of it, I think, is like all these years of films... Where, like, Robert Redford is dating, it's a you know, whatever. There's a history. Ah, history but makes it worse. Sometimes I think, we might have talked about this nine years ago. Sometimes they bring it up and they're like, they, like they use uh, Lost in Translation as an example. I'm like, but that's the plot of the movie. Right, right, Is right. that like, it's like a young woman who's newly married talking to this old grizzled veteran who's like, wants to get a divorce. Yes. That's the plot. It's, it's weird to be like... Here's another movie where like the hot woman is with this old guy right. and you're like, well, it doesn't you can't just pull that out if that's the what the movie's about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, we do this thing where it's a it's a weird kind of prejudice where you go, "Oh, she's a she's an ugly lady, so he must actually love her." Mm. But just cuz you're ugly, you can still be a retard. Ah. There's plenty of ugly retards out there, you know, like my aunt. Yes. But just because a woman is ugly, we go, oh, well, she must be wise and fascinating and interesting. No, she could have a busted up cooter and, a, and an old nip. Well, there's some ugly uh, wise men also. I mean, I have of some, I got some wisdom, I would say. And uh, But there's, uh, there's wise hot men as well. Ah, uh, yes. what I'm saying. It's a, it's a uh, catch 91 or whatever you call it. Cause just because they see a guy with a hot lady, they go, oh, here's some dumb dits. Here's... Here's a big one, and this one never, no one ever agrees with me. So stick it in my ass. Buckle up, there, asshole. Um, whenever they go, uh, these underwear are for real women. Yeah, you see that commercial, and it's a bunch mm. of fat chicks like in a in a bedroom, <laughs> like shucking and jiving. Okay, and then it's all fatties. So you're like, well, how, so a thin woman can't be a real woman? That's exclusivity or whatever. Yeah, exclusivity. that's um, that's a that's a skinny prejudice. It's a prejudice, but because they're thin, we go ah. They're all right. We got a couple of grossies here. We got right. to let them have it for a minute. Well, times are uh, changing, and uh, you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I, I had an abortion years ago. I'm just saying it's it's if it's the thing that you hate, why are you doing it now? Ah, uh, you know, if you hate something, don't you do it too? That's What's a the- lyric from. Uh, Pearl Jam song. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'm I'm with it. That's what I'm saying. Um Pearl Jam. But yeah, I guess uh, I guess I guess there's uh, some double standards out there with the age situation. Right. But I I think yeah, people people react I worked with a guy this week and his wife was older and he'd say I'm a, I'm dating a I'm married to a cougar. She's 10 years old and the crowd would be like, "Woo!" Yes. So they like it. And then I think women when they come on they go, "I got a younger man." People are like, "Yeah." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do think if a man came on stage and was like, "I'm dating a way younger woman," people would be like, oh. Uh, yeah, that's and and you got to listen to those those groans because that's the way things are. Well, I think sometimes it's a little bit sour grapes because there's ageism exists, and then right. you start to feel useless. I mean, I said that earlier, but you know, uh, I think that there's a the stigma stigma of like once a lady gets older, or she sucks she or something sucks. like that. Yeah, so yeah. I think they're trying to change that or change the narrative uh-huh. that's a big word these days but my point is if the crowd's gonna groan and piss and moan that means it's just that's just it is what it is you know when you call when you're on stage you go 
Let's say I was uh, on stage and I go, look at that fat lady in the crowd. Everybody goes, Jesus Christ. But yeah. You know, look yeah. at that fat guy. It gets a laugh. So there's just things that are. Uh huh. You know, and we could we could try to change them all day, but if that crowd is groaning at this and groaning at that, that's just kind of how it is. I'd just say this: though, I think the gender's out with fat. I think if you were like, look at this fat guy, fat's out. Mm. They'd be like, boo, unless he was being an asshole, unless all he's right. perceived as a bad guy. Like we've talked about Chris Christie, who's perceived as a bad person. Ah, that's. I'm not a fan myself. But they could be like, he's a fat fuck. Look at how fat and stupid he Trump is. Trump is fat. Right, exactly. Fat hands, jokes are fine if dick. you're on the other team. Right. But Which is also weird. Very strange. Is it fat? Is it fat shaming or is it not fat shaming? Well, that's all everything now is that who's on what team. It's all about camps. It's all the campy teams. Aha. Uh-huh. Concentration. But uh, no one fat there. No, very thin. And, and the camera adds 10 pounds, and they still look thin. By the way, have you watched The Devil Next Door on I'm, Netflix? I'm halfway through I'm it. halfway through it, too. Ah! No spoils, no spoils. No spoils. Hate a spoil, but boy, that is a hell of a picture they put together there. Ivan the Terrible. And uh, it's one of those films where uh, some guy wrote that uh, he hates when I say film, so I'm really up in the films. Film it up. Yeah, so this is one of those films where... It happened in the 80s, and it's a big story, but I don't know the story that well. So I'm on the edge of my asshole over here. Yeah, so yeah. I'm up right on the rim of that ass. <laughs> I mean, so it's very exciting. Check out The Devil Next Door, and don't don't tweet any spoilers, because I'm no, right in the middle of this no, motherfucker. No, no, no. I want to know if the Jews get out. Yeah. How about the guy, though, the one Jew? Are you at the part with the Jew guy? Stood up, he's like, let me look in his eyes. And he walks over, and they try to shake his hand. Yes, he wouldn't and he shake wouldn't his shake hand. it. That's right where I am. And then he's like, fucking... This is him. It's for sure him. Oh! And they're like, and they pull up a letter. They're like, didn't you say you killed him? Yeah. And he's yeah. like, never mind. I didn't kill him. I mean, it's like unbelievable. <laughs> Don't you love someone just getting caught dead in a fucking oh, complete yeah. bullshit? Oh, yeah. What, what do you think? You think he did it? I just said, by the way, no spoilers. And I spoiled it for everybody. I was but, thinking the uh, same thing. Sorry, everybody. I didn't want to spoil that spoil. It's a double standard. Uh-huh. Uh, I can spoil, but you can't spoil. Spoil. Ah, spoil. Spoiled milk. Not going to cry over it. No, that's spilled. Ah, oh, fuck. Damn. Um, hey, it's all wet over here. Did you know that? No. Yeah, I got here and it's all... Uh, I railed the lady over there earlier. Might be a... Really? Yeah, it might be some vaginal secretions. No, it's not that. It smells right. good. Damn it. Might um, be your asshole sweating. Maybe it's just cold? Because sometimes cold feels like wet. Isn't That's that weird? True. Cold could be feeling wet. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. What's the science on cold feeling wet and wet feeling cold? Because wet is cold. But not in a pussy. Well, that's a different wet. <laughs> There's more than one wet? Yeah, there's hot, wet, there's warm. That's that's not even water, though. I mean, it's wet, but it ain't water. Well, we didn't say water. We're saying wet. (laughs) That's true. We're saying hot, wet, and cold wet, because you're saying wet is cold. I'm saying some wet is hot. I think wet conduces (laughs) heat, or it conduces uh, cold. But not if it's hot. Well, then it would steam, I guess. How come pussies don't steam? In the winter, they do. (laughs) (laughs) I bet if I put a shirt up to a queef, it would (laughs) de-wrinkle. I bet it would, because you get a little bit mist, too. You know when you push that button on the iron, it goes... <laughs> but so that's interesting. So if a woman went into like a, an ice chamber yes. and then just opened up her puss, would it steam I be pouring out? I guarantee it would steam. We used to skateboard all night, and we'd be hot and sweaty, and then the, when it was cold out, your head would steam. Yeah, we'd have that cross-country. would go and run fucking nine miles and come back, and it would just be a big cloud over our yeah. heads, like, you know, minus. It's like the... Midas? High Auschwitz? Hmm, I've been there. Mm. Done that. Got the oh, T-shirt. Yeah. Got the T-shirt. Been there, done that was big. Yeah, I just heard, uh, oh, on Real Time, uh, Rahm Emanuel said it in reverse. He said, done that, been there. Whoa. I was like, this guy's trying to I like that. mix it up a little bit, I, I like guess. a mix-up. He's missing a finger, like uh, Jerry Garcia. A little maybe, piece of a finger. Maybe he's dyslexic. I don't think that knocks your fingers off, does it? No, well, I'm saying with the backwards wording. Ha, <laughs> I see. Uh-huh. Um, the finger, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, missing a dig. Maybe caught it in a in a wet, steamy veg. What's going on with digits? Why are they called digits? Is that medical or is that slang or what's going on there? I think anything numbered is digits. No, that can't be it because well, a I dick guess. is number one. It's one digit. But that's that's not numbers. Ah, you can have multiple dicks. Yes. So if I had two dicks, I'd have digit dick. Yeah, digit dick. <laughs> Which is a great punk band. You gotta check out Digit Dick at the at the uh, forum. Axel F. Yeah. Which is Axel Foley. And not punk, but it's not a digit. You went punk, but digit sounds oh, more like a digit. Right. It sounds more digital. But you know. I'm picking strawberries or whatever. Hey, where's the Fusilli Jerry? Right behind you. Oh, it's here. Yeah. 
Yeah, look, look at, at that. that. Courtesy of Tony Deo, past guest. That's right. Uh, I hate that I'm blocking it, though. Well, you could swap him with Jerry Jerry if you want. Yeah, I like Jerry Jerry. And All right. Too silly, Jerry. Wow, that's fun. Double you got two. Down. I got Kramer over there. I hid Kramer just in case somebody got a little N-wordy. Oh, I see. I don't want to think I'm the cheerleader. Um, oh, my goodness. Wait. Wait digits. Sorry, we were getting somewhere. Well, digits, anything multiples digits? You think that's right? I mean, your ear digits, eyes, nah, maybe nostrils. Not. Maybe it's got to be 10. Teeth. Or nine, because phone numbers are digits. Let me get those digits. Yeah, but a digit is just numbers. So maybe it's a double meaning. Or not a double meaning, but it has more than one yeah. meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't maybe. that funny? Because double meaning doesn't mean more than one meaning. I guess it does. Yeah, that's double. Two meanings. Double meaning. Well, the same thing. Well, I say double meaning, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Train. Yeah. We ran negative. a train, and I trained her Double to run trouble. a train. Double impact. Horrible movie. Yeah, not good. Oh. Is there any good movie with double in it? Double Jeopardy? Oh, that was a Tommy Lee Jones, right? That was right? decent. It was a popcorn thriller. Um, but you, we were talking about 90s. You said, been there, done that. Remember No Doiky? No, I remember No Doubt, Gwen Stefani. No Doiky was somehow No Duh. Remember Duh? Yeah, no Duh, duh. was big. But not, somehow No Duh ran over into No Doiky. Uh, we didn't have No Doiky. We had No Doikies. We had doilies on cupcakes and stuff. Well, it's also like how Prank called somehow became Crank. Yeah, what was Crank? We I never, never had got crank. crank. Yeah, we didn't have Crank. It's a prank. Why are we going over to Crank? We also didn't say curse or cuss. It was swear words. You swear. Oh, I hate cuss. Cuss is like... Uh, That's a euphemism of a euphemism. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, curse is what it is, but now you... Because curse is shit. Ah. So you're saying curse to cover up the shit, but now you can't even say curse, you say cuss. Ah. How soft do we have to make this, you queefs? Customado. Ah, custom made. Customized wheels. Mm. That's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I just rewatched Sopranos. Yeah, didn't watch it. I know you hate it, but boy, it's some quality television. I don't hate it. Now I'm going to get 55 right. tweets calling me a big fucking balloon head. All I right. just didn't, uh, I didn't watch it, whatever. <laughs> uh, all right, should we get into some business here? Because I got a little business. You got a little business. Let's do it, Fatty. Uh, well, first of all, I got to say, uh, I went to see White Reaper as Woo-wee! advertised. And uh, had a nice double date, oh, Sarah and I, double. with uh, Ari and whatever his girlfriend's name is. <laughs> and, uh, I think it's John. No, Jim, it's Rex, uh, Lancy. I think Christine or Kristen. Cool cat. Ah, oh, fuck. What's her name? Kristen, I think. No one's gonna know if you get it wrong, so I would just own it. Ah, oh, she might listen. I'll feel like an asshole. Customato uh, cancer. I don't know. Kristen, I think. Kristen. 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 Ah. Ah, it doesn't matter. Big What's in C. a name, really? We've talked about this before. So you don't know someone's name, but I know her. I know what she looks like. I know mm. her personality. We had a great time. We had some laughs. Yeah. What difference does it make if I know the syllable that's accompanied with her face and being? Well, because it's all part of her identity. What if somebody liked your act and they got, they try to Google you and they don't have your name? Well, it's different. You could, could find the name out. I'm saying it would be hurtful if... To me, it'd be hurtful if he was like, how about that double date? And I'm like, double date? And he's like, remember we went out with my girlfriend? I'm like, your girlfriend was there? I don't remember a girlfriend being mm. there. I remember her. I just don't remember the little sound I, that's interesting. that comes with it. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, she said this, she said that. We danced. We had a great time. I mean, we had a great time. Right. But we went to some... Uh, I feel the same way about signatures. Signatures? Yeah. Well, you, Some guy drops off a TV at your house. He goes, you got to sign for this. And you go... And you scribble and jizz on a piece of paper, and it's just uneligible. And he goes, all right, this is a gospel. This is, you're all free. You're good to go. Like, anybody could have written that. You don't even know who I am. You never checked any ID. And it's not even my, even if I put my name, that would be more. But I just went, yeah, just diarrhea it on a line. I felt that way similarly with autographs. Same boat, where you're like, I got Ken Griffey Jr.'s autograph. But to me, I'm like, well, tell me about meeting him. That's amazing. You were up close with Ken Griffey Jr.? Because I bought, I remember buying at, at Service Merchandise in Avon, Massachusetts. They had like, they wow, sold autographed baseballs. And I bought like a Ken Griffey, I sold all my money and I got a Ken Griffey Jr. And it just sat there. But I just bought it at a store, oh, and it's just like a pen. Yeah. So I'm like, I guess it's cool. He held this at one point. Right, right. But it's like, you don't need an autograph. It's like Bob Dylan in No, no Direction Home. He's like, you don't need my autograph. If you needed it, I'd give it to you. Oh. You could just have a story. And I think Bill Russell never signed autographs. He would just say hello. He's yeah. like, how about that? You got a story. You met me. 
Kareem Abdul as well. But the thing is, you can't show someone a story. I think that's what it comes down to. The autograph is a quick way to go, we were in the same moment. It's like social media before social ah, media. You, you need the like. evidence. Yes. If it didn't happen, it's you need the no, selfie. There's no photo, it didn't happen type of thing. Yeah, no pics or it didn't happen or whatever the hell it is. Pics or it didn't happen. But anyways, we had a great time. We had a double date. We went to some uh, Vietnamese restaurant. Now, Ooh. I'm just now getting to feel a little better uh-huh. without the uh, carbs and such. So I uh-huh. ate a nice piece of salmon and a fish at the cellar beforehand. I pre-ate before the big thing. Pre- which I just don't want anyone to make a big deal of it. I'm like, I'll sit there, I'll hang, I'll get a tea. Don't worry about it. I don't want to eat the Vietnamese. You guys have what you want, uh, and I'll just, I'm full. I hate the big deal. So I said to Ari, and he's like, I totally get it. But And then Sarah, of course, is used to dealing with my shit. But uh, the unnamed gal, and I wasn't bothered by it, but she's like, you already ate. What are you? I'm like, Ari, why didn't you brief her? Give her a brief. Because <laughs> now I feel bad. I'm like, it's a whole thing. And you then brief. And then I'm like, boxers. She's like, well, what's going on? How come you don't eat? And I'm like, I can't talk about reflux anymore. No. I'm tired of talking about it. I want to hang. I want. I don't want to be that guy that's need, like ruining the hang. You need a card, like in the Joker. You know, he's like, I have a condition. You got to have one of those. Yes. Here you go, you fat whore. Take it, the card. It's kind of like checking in. It's going like, like TSA and checking into hotels. You want a hat that says like. Every single week, I fly and I check in. Uh, yeah. Anything in your pockets? Anything in the book? Po- yes, no, no, no. I'm here yes. every day. It's like I voted, but I'm here every week. Exactly. The hotel. Like we have breakfast from six. I'll find the pool. I don't care about breakfast. I know where the pool is. Give me the key, cut. It's fuck. Just give me the room key, and then I'll leave. I don't yes. want to hear. You know, don't take my phone number. Don't tell me. I don't need a map because it's fucking. Uh, it's not 1942. You fucking goofball. <laughs> I got a phone. You twat. Get out of here. So, I hate a map. Anyways, I, I'm like I got reflexes. The whole thing. And then I hated this Vietnamese restaurant. It's on the Lower East by your old neck of the way, right across mm. the street from your old pad. Ah, uh-huh, Ludlow. And uh, it was one of these things where they're like, it's uh, three minutes. Your table will be ready. We wait 25 minutes. And I want to get into the show because it's, it's, uh, it's a rock and roll show. So uh-huh. it's general admission. We're going to meet Matt Wayne and his wife. I know her name, Christina. Oh, another Christine, Kristen Kirsten. Uh, that's why I think it was similar. Uh-huh. Maybe it's Kelly. I feel really bad about not knowing Cool gal, name. though. Which one? I, uh, I assume Ari's going to be dating a real laid-back broad. Oh, she's the coolest. Super yeah. cool. Very much like him. She like, did all her homework. She knows everything about every restaurant, what time the show starts. Oh, They great. like to live. There, there are a couple people that are out there living. They're living, baby. They're doing things. We had a great double date. We hit it off. We loved the girlfriend. Ari's okay. You know, Sarah and her got along great. Juice. Good meal. It was like a 40-minute delay, so I was annoyed. But eventually it all worked out. We go over to the Bowery Ballroom. Woo! We walk in right away. There's two's gays about oh, a plenty. I love it. I feel like a celebrity. That's but one guy was like, hey, Joe Liz, uh, big two's gay. And I go, hey, look, it's Ari Shafir. He goes, Ari! Ah! <laughs> he gave like a 10 <laughs> times uh, thing. And I was like, ah, geez, that's hurtful. Damn it. But I walk in there, and then I see a big guy go, hey. T- not a big guy. A regular guy. I go, hey, Uh-oh. it's Joe Liz. And I go, hey, what's up, man? Oh, it's Matt Wayne. Right, right. Past guest Matt Wayne. Love that guy. One of the funniest guys in the planet. I give him a big hug. I blow him. Oh, yeah. And uh, his wife is there. A couple other people. And uh, we had a great time. We all got. Now it's a triple date. Yeah, you got that right. Nice triple date. We get center center stage. We're in the back a little bit because we don't want to mosh. We're in our 50s, for God's sakes. Sure, you'll break something. Piles in. Every few minutes, though, someone would come over. I got a nice Uber gift card. Somebody bought me a T-shirt. A guy came over with a white what? reefer T-shirt. He said, what size are you? I'm like, I'm a large. He said, uh, let me blow you, and here's the shirt. He bought you some merch. Beautiful shirt. Got me some white reefer merch. I wore it last night, slept in it, and uh, beautiful. So thank you for the gifts to the white reefer fans. All The whole show, people kept coming up and be like, Tuesdays. Oh. Oh, man, I love it, baby. So, Praise Allah. Quite a thrill. Love we watched this band called The Nude Party. They were very good. Ari and his lady are on Wii. They're tripping their balls off. They loved it. Had a great time. White Reaper ripped it. Go see this band. Get the new album. It's great. The Hell white, yeah. New album's not as good as the other ones, but yeah. still fun. Great live band, and it wasn't as loud as last time. I feel old. And uh, great show. Great night. Great triple date. And uh, good for them for hitting the the Bowery Ball. I mean, that sounds like they're moving up in the anal. They're moving up, and it was sold out. So, Woo-hoo! and it was really I just been there two weeks earlier for the Soder show. Yes, and uh, so it was a trip down memory cunt, and uh, just a great time. All right, all right, that's a fun night. Fun night, not a great story, but whatever. I'll kill myself. Ah, uh, you're living, you're living it up in uh, the NYC and doing things. Yeah, we're trying to do things. Thank you, Tuesdays. Also, I uh, I hear you're doing a Broadway show. Are you going to one? Yeah, Wednesday night I'm going to see The Great Society. And this is a tough move. How about this? 
So I email Brian Cox is uh you know Brian Cox yes. the actor terrific actor the actor um Jane Wyman so I <laughs> I like uh, LBJ I love American history I like Brian Cox so I email my agent I haven't asked for tickets in a long time I go Brian she gets you got any tickets and I always feel weird asking so I throw this out there I'm going either way so I just thought I'm gonna buy tickets yeah, even if you can't that's a good move which is a lie but you know <laughs> throw it out there and then he goes hey we couldn't get free tickets best we could do is get you killer seats but you gotta pay for them they're 380 bucks and I'm like oh Jesus oh, Christ. It's expensive. He's a star. It's Broadway. I'd rather nosebleed for two hundo. Yeah, maybe you're right. But Sarah was busy, which is nice because now I got to find a date that has the money to give me uh, half the money. Great point. And so I went straight to Ryan Hamilton, who's Big a guy that loves theater. things, makes money, likes the theater. And he goes, I'm in. What's it cost? I told him the price. He goes, ah, money's nothing to me. So Woo-wee. I got a nice hot date with Ryan Hamilton Wednesday night. I love it. To go see The Great Society with Brian Cox, LBJ, Texas Farts. Great. I could use an LBJ, I'll tell you that. <laughs> a, uh, list, a list blowjob. Hey! Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me tell you, speaking of Tuesdays, I went down to Springfield, Mass. Up. Sorry, up. You're right. I had a, I had a good comedy week. Uh, first of all, one Martin Amini reached out to me. I don't know if you know this cat. Martin Amini. Good kid, just uh, kind of lives in L.A. or D.C. or whatever. He's a real go-getter. He puts on shows at the store and the improv in D.C. So he hit me up and he goes, you want a headline? At the DC Improv, which I've never done. You know, wow. you always hear about this room, and it's magical. I've never done the room. I featured there once in the 80s. Never got a feel for it. I was drunk the whole time. But I was like, yeah, you're damn right I want to do it. He's like, Wednesday, come on down. DC, it'll be, well, I always pack it out. It always sells out. I'm like, great. So I start promoting. We're start promoting. Chris Allen's on. Uh, Umar is on. We have a great time. I take the train down. It's a nice three-hour ride. I get there. Bring a bunch of shirts. Got to get rid of those shirts. Oh, boy. That merch. Service merchandise. <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr. So I show up, and I've been promoting because I want to – he packs it with his people, but I want to pack it with ours. Sure. Double pack. Double pack. Great movie. Good Van Damme flick. So we get it about half and half. So now uh, you hit in that green room. They treat you like royalty. When a show is sold out, I always say they really give you the goods. Yeah, it's all money makes the world go round, as they say. Yes, here, here, round eye. There, there. That's what the Asians call us. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. So, uh, I feel which, like we made that up just to make ourselves better about uh, all our Asian jokes. Maybe because I've never heard them go round eye. Yeah, no, but I've never. I don't talk to Asians, so <laughs> that's true. And I don't. Know, <laughs> I don't know what they're saying. Maybe they're saying round eye in Cantonese. Chasing Cantonese. <laughs> <laughs> right. No one's going to get that one. No, he's referenced all the time. All right, no all canner. Right. Canner. PS109. They got that right. Sold this out. fridge opens? Yeah, don't look that. in there. Hold on, there's a couple bodies and three uh, beaver carcasses. Oh, wow. So uh, go down to D.C. Just a great time. And here's the clinker, though. We're already at the clinker? Well, this guy hit me up and he goes, I'm a huge Tuesday. I can't make it to the show, but do you want to come to... A tour of the White House. What? And he's like, I'll, come on. He's like, I'll give you the goods, baby. I'll give you like Oval Office. I'll give you what? The, the secret passageways. You can who blow is, Trump. Who is this guy? Writes Previs? Who is this? He's, uh, I don't know. He, he works at the uh, the White House. He's, he's the guy. Mulvaney? <laughs> he's in the he's in the cabinet. Oh, whatever. my God. Yeah. Wow, what a bad person. I know, horrible. But he's like, Trump's never here. You can come in and take a shit on the desk. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to do it. But Holy uh, shit. I was like, I'll come in early. And he's like, I can't do it during the day because that's I'll do it. At, I can do it after hours. What the but fuck? But I'm like, oh, all right, well, let me think about this. The thing about D.C. is it's four hours. The show is going to end at 10. You got to get back. I got shows in Beantown the next day. Right, right. So I didn't pack After anything. Hours. I just brought a bunch of shirts, so I go, I, I don't think I can do it. This is insane. Like, what are you, Lewinsky? You're going after hours to the Oval I Office? I know, right? I'm, I'm, I mean, Mr. President, um, happy birthday, whatever. So I had to bail. I had to bail. Cause, oh, uh, my God. I'm selling T-shirts. I brought a... I'm such a cunt with this merchandise. I grab a big wad of shirts. I, ju- I throw them in a bag. I jump on the Amtrak. I get there. All XL. 
Oh, I look at boy. The tag. You got to save those for the Midwest. Exactly. Yes. So I, I fucked that up. So I get there and I get all these people. I want to buy a shirt. All these Tuesdays. We had some black fans. We had some lady fans. We're, we're broadening out, baby. Chocolate city. <laughs> exactly. So we're cooking and everybody's like, all right. A couple people are like, I'll buy one. You loser. Here you go. I, I'm never going to wear this. I'm going to use it as a sail or a parachute. Clean a, clean a van. So uh sold a couple of shirts, jumped back on a bus. Hmm. Uh, remember the Mega? I haven't taken a bus in a long time, and I'm, I think I'm about to go back to bus yeah. soon. Well, what city? Uh, Boston or D.C., maybe. I'm yeah. going to D.C. in a couple of weeks, and I'm thinking about jumping back in the bus train because... Spike Lee movie. Uh, you know, times are hard on the boulevard. Yeah, back on the bus. Rosa Parks. So not only is it a Mega bus, but it's a Mega bus for $11 at... Midnight on a Wednesday, D.C. to New York. So I'm on there with a couple of characters. Oh, sure. And and you're just like, oh, I forgot about this. And the ride down is three hours on the Amy. On the way back, it's five and a half. Mm. Get back. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, bling, 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 you know, on uh. the boat with the cell phone. Lot One guy going, bitch, oh, don't make me come out there. You owe me that money. I'll fucking kill you, you fat hoe. Uh, and you're like, oh, man. It's it's like you're in a, a bad apartment complex, but on a bus. Wow. You know, you can hear everybody's everybody's conversation, everybody's phone, everybody's music, everybody's movie. Yeesh. And uh, you're just like, God damn, the bus. I forgot about the bus. We did it for years. Haven't done it in a while. And you're like, here it is, folks. I hated the bus, and I, I started making some money. And I was like, I'm done with the bus yeah. forever. And even worse than that is that going back to the bus. Back like, to the oh, bus. Jeez. But if you go to the Patreon, you might be able to save me. Please help us. We got to get off that bus, bus boy. So uh, I get off. You get back to New York at like 4.30 in the morning. You, you haul. I took a cab. It was like a $20 cab. I could have just taken the train. But I was like, I got to get home. I can't do it. The, tr- the cab from the bus to my house was more than the bus for five and a half hours. Busing riots. Yes. Sorry, I didn't have. I lost the space to put it in there. I, I kept going. So I didn't I w- give it to you. Just waited for it. I, I, don't, I don't have anything wrong with that. I did it with no doiki. So, um, Still know what that is. Yeah, me neither. I got home. Pass out. Wake up. Boom, Meaty and Lara. We go right back to Boston. I go right back up in his car. Now you're on, like, no sleep. I just spent four hours on a train, five on a bus. Now I'm driving five to Springfield, Mass. with Ian Lara. Oh, jeez. But, boy, we really hit it. Ian Lara doing the Tonight Show this week. Wow. I think it's the 14th. Is that this week? I think that might be next week. Let me just oh, check. Oh, shit in my mouth. No, that's this week, I think. Happy Friday. That's Thursday. All right, Thursday. Check out my boy, the fat Ian Lara, big homo, cute kid. I think he's Dominican. I believe he's Dominican, yes. But he looks uh, like an Afro-Americane, which is why people think his dick is bigger than it is, and uh, the whole thing. So watch him. We had a great ride down. We we skipped the traffic, met Doug Key. We get to MGM in Springfield. Yes, I've heard mixed reviews about this club. Oh, mixed should be bad. I don't know who gave you the good. Ah, uh, well, I've heard a couple people had a good time. Canner loved it. All right, well, let me say this: you pull up, dead town, fentanyl-ridden, AZ, yep. gay, the whole thing. It's just a bunch of old mills and shitty buildings that are corrupted and crumbling, and uh, there's a lot of hobos walking around like Walking Dead style. And uh, you pull up this casino; it's shining, it's brand new. Ping! The light hits it. You get in there; the hotel is in. Impeccably designed. It's all stylish and sexy. That sounds nice. It, the hotel's amazing. Show up with Ian. We check in. We're like, we both get in. Like these rooms are amazing. We fuck. Then we go back down. We're like, let's go see the room. So we go look at the room. It's in an old castle. Yes, I've seen photos. I mean, when I say the ceiling is on the 18th floor, it's up there, baby. It's a it's, cathedral. It's Sistine Chapel. Ah. It is crazy. So you walk in, and there's like bartenders setting up, and they go. Oh, it's good to have you. We got a show tonight. And then they go, uh, we go, how about this room, huh? They go, oh, yeah, everybody hates it. All the comics make fun of it. That's the whole That's the whole act. Right, like, right. Oh, great. Well, at least you know it sucks. And, it must uh, get so tiring of your work there to be like, oh, here we go. Here's the ceiling bit. I know. I try, I try not to do a bunch of that because everyone else has. Right. But uh, we sold a couple tickets. We sold a couple shirts. So thanks for coming out. And um, just a great weekend. I mean, once you got through the shows... They have a bowling alley. They have a movie theater. We gambled all night. We drank all night. We ate. The food's great. We had steak. We went to the basketball hall of fame. We played hoop at the, at the court. We had a. It just when you got the right. It was me, Doug Key, and Ian. When you got the right gang, 
you can really we're talking comedy. We're having cocktails. Ian Laura has never gambled in his life. Mindy Spring was there. Oh, I love Mindy. She, she was playing roulette. She won up fifty bucks. Ian goes, hey, let me take a twenty-five. Throws on a blackjack. End up playing for like three hours. Won four hundred bucks. But gambling when you're winning is a lot of fun. Oh, and don't you yeah. love a group of three or four? Any group more than two is just delightful. A yes. one-on-one's tough. There's the awkward yes. silence. There's eye contact. It's a whole situation, and you can't take a moment off. Exactly. With three, you can be like, this story seems that's a that's a you story. You take right, this one. I'm going right. to stare over here and think about my tooth. Exactly. And uh, at one point, Ian was up, and we're fucking with the dealer, and he's dying. We're just yelling, build that wall. We're just saying horrible shit, and he's falling over, and uh, Mindy's laughing, and Doug Key's dying, and then uh, Ian lost like uh, 300 bucks in like two seconds, and then we went upstairs. But great night, and Doug Key, let me just give a shout out. He is a salt-of-the-earth kook. He had nowhere to stay. He nowhere just stay. went up, he went up, and went, I'll do the gig, and he had no, they didn't give him a hotel room. So, he so just, what did he do? He just winged it. Every night he was like, oh, I might know a guy in this town. He just stayed at his, on wow, his floor. Wow, that's the old Norman. Yeah, then he showed back up in the morning. He's like, can I shower in your room? We're like, yeah, sure. Showers in my room. He just, he just, and he's like, I don't want to be in your way. So he, he'll just hang out at a restaurant or something all day and get out of your hair and never complains. Good wow, egg. Wow, that sounds nice. A nice homeless no complainer with a yes. cool jacket, I might add. Very hip jacket. He hosted our show last night, which I'll get into in a moment, but he yeah. looked like a stunt double, this guy. Great head of hair. Yeah, nice face. Got a real narrow nose. Yeah, he's a big guinea. He could, uh, he could, he could key a lock with that thing, <laughs> and a hell of a body. I mean, this guy, zero oh. percent uh, body fat. Oh my god! And a real sex symbol. I'd like to see him on Naked and Afraid. And smart as a whip. He got a girl or what? Oh yeah, he's knee deep in a lady. Okay, because that's a guy. You know, he could just smash all the pusses. Yeah, yeah, and the men, I believe, with that look. Oh hell yeah! So uh, we do the whole thing. It's great. We have a great time. We leave. And I get back on a bus, Greyhound, from Springfield to Boston. Hop on the bus, cuss. Don't need to discuss much. Drop off the key, Lee. That was a callback to cuss. Oh, nice. Yeah, wasn't great. Back to uh, back to Boston to meet the lady. I got to see about a girl. Lady of the night. And uh, get to Boston, an hour and a half, back on that bus. A kid with a mohawk. He was like eight years old, a full blonde mohawk with tattoos. It was a Slayer concert in town. No kidding. So that bus was wild. It looked like Detroit Rock's shitty. <laughs> and uh, we get to Boston, meet up with the lady. We pop some shrooms. What? Living up in Beantown. At what time are you popping shrooms? Well, when you go home? I showed up. She hands me a white claw. I hit that. We jump over to her place we take a shower at her sister's house in newton oh no one says the t in boston they go newton no- oh yeah newton, newton. yeah all alston newton home of uh matthew perry louis ck john fish gary gullman no, no he's from danvers peabody, peabody. yes DePaulo's from danvers gullman uh-huh. from peabody i didn't know louis was from there oh yeah shit i was i was giving the wrong alumni up by the way oh, boy. springfield dr seuss and Bill Cosby went to school there. Ah, so, you know. All right. James Naismith. Yes, basketball. There you go. Not a great uh, Hall of Fame, by the way. I don't know if you ever... Uh, well, it's a, it's a shitty area there. A lot of these Hall of Fames are not great. Baseball nailed it. Everyone else, not so hot. You don't like rock and roll. Rock and roll is okay. Pretty good. It's okay, yeah. All right. Uh, I also believe that uh, Naismith gets credit with inventing basketball, but I believe the Native Americans were doing something very similar, I've heard. They were doing something with a basket. Yeah, and they had at, at one point, the basket had a bottom to it. Yes. You had to get a ladder and climb up there. Maybe he got rid of the bottom. Naismith might have been the guy that's like, well, cut that out. Yeah, bottom's Pick up out. Pick the pace. All right. Well, was a little up. laugh and learn. Hey, just speaking of learning. Oh, yeah, yeah. You guys, if you don't know already, you might want to know about Native Deodorant. Yes. Now, this is one of those places. Please support these people that support us, for God's yes. sake. Yes. But this is one of these uh, folks that they sent us the product. Oh, yeah. And Sarah and I are sharing a thing of deodorant. This is all natural deodorant. I am loving it. I don't notice any sweat trickles at all. And I feel like I smell nice. She smells a lot better. We're both stinky people. Right. And we both smell great. This is our great new sponsor, Native Deodorant. Native creates safe and simple, effective products. And Native has over 8,000 five-star reviews. Wow. So you know it works. By the way, one of those reviews is mine because I liked it that much. I gave it a nice one. Well done. It does not contain aluminum 
parabens, or talc. No talc. No talc. Instead, it's filled with ingredients found in nature, which is how you should eat, too, I learned. Native uses coconut oil for its antimicrobial properties and tapioca starch to observe wetness, (laughs) absorb, and shea butter to moisturize. Oh, I love the shea. Less is more with Native. They have fewer, simpler ingredients that you actually have heard of. I'm a fan. I use it. My gal uses it all over her body. I want to kiss it up. Coconut and vanilla, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint. Mm-hmm. Strawberry and thyme. Rosemary and thyme. Damn it. So close. So close. All right, there's no risk to try. You got to do it now. We got free shipping with Native and free returns in the USA, but you're not going to return this one, baby. 20% off. First purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use Tuesdays during checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com and use Tuesdays, plural, during checkout. And that'll get you 20% off your first purchase. Do it now, Native Deodorant. Native Deodorant, take care of that body. This stuff is good. I mean, I use it, I like it. Sometimes I just lick it and smell it for fun. Yes. Now let me run this one by and I'll pass the torch. Yeah, come on my back and see if I sticks. You got it. It usually does. Mm-hmm. All right. One thing. On the bus from Springfield to Beantown, mm-hmm. there's a couple seats open, but there's it's still pretty full, and there's a couple people doing the, I'm taking these two. Fuck you. Uh, you can't sit here. They want the empty space. Yes. Zemeckis' son. So one girl is in front of me. She's got sweatpants on, a meatball stain on her shirt. That, I didn't care for it. It looked a little greasy. She's got her feet up on the other seat, like she's stretching out. Uh-huh. So this poor Asian chap is walking towards me. You know, he's got a computer and an abacus. He's a big nerd holding a calculator, as you do as an Asian. Small dick. Yeah, and he gets up, and he looks at her seat, and he wants it, but he doesn't do anything. Mm. And I got a seat open, so I go, get in here, you big fucking Gillis. That's nice of you. Well, He's I, a passive agent, and you helped him out. Yeah, but here's the thing. She was a, a douche, and she got what she wanted. Right. So the whole time, I'm just thinking, like, this is, is this how the world works? If you are a, a, a shithead, do you get... You get rewards. She got the seat. That's part of life, but maybe um, it's all perspective. Because sometimes I'll say, "Hey, I-, I couldn't. I didn't want someone to sit next to me." And Alan will be like, "Well, well tell them they can't sit there. Assert yourself." Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. That's what she did. So that's good. I know, but I'm saying she's meaner, but she's winning. Shouldn't the mean people lose? You're winning. You're helping another person. You're, you're saying, "Hey, come on in here. You're better than her." But I don't want a guy next to me either. Yeah, but it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. He was a little arm uh, rest happy. I'll tell you that. And you could have said, "Hey, get the fuck out of here. I'm. Uh, I don't. I don't care for your kind or something like that." But sure. Then you'd be a bad person. I guess, but uh, yeah, just it was a little lesson. Like maybe being a shithead. If if you're fine with being a shithead, you you maybe you go further in life. You get what you want more. Yeah, I suppose you can do that. It's, yeah, uh, it's, it's a, something to think about. It's a case by case basis. Murder yes. was the case that they gave me. Well, my point being, we we make a couple stops, and I'm I'm fuming over this lady and just debating life and the Asians and the Aztecs and the whole thing. And this big fat broad, brassy broad comes on, short hair, sweater. She's like a Boston grizzled, mm. just pasty. The winter had had torn her up. Sure, you know she probably was a she worked at a smelting shop. I don't even know what smelting is, but Mr. Smelting. Yes, so she gets on, and she sees this lady with the feet up, and she ain't having it. And she goes, uh, and the girl's like, mm. hesitates and just moves her feet, and this was the coolest. The lady's got a, a suitcase and a coffee, and she goes, uh, can you hold my coffee, darling? I'm going to put my uh, suitcase up here. So not only are you moving those fucking tootsies, you're going to slide your fat ass over to your side, you're going to hold my coffee, and then I'm going to sit here. I like that. See, was, she's uh, she's asserting. Oh, big cert. Asserting is big. Yeah. That's helpful. I asserted last night. Can I tell you about an assertion? Oh, lay it on me. I felt, I, felt, I felt good, and I tell you, this turns the ladies on. Women love an assertion. You got that right. And it wasn't much, but um, we did our show at PS109, the apartment show mm-hmm. at Canner's apartment building, Hot which show. we do periodically. This is the hottest show in town. Oh, yeah. It was a great show. It was me and Canner, obviously, Soder, Sam Marill, 
Adrian Appalucci, Sarah Talamash, Todd Barry. What a lineup. What a lineup, and we sold it out. Woo, now, I a hope lot so. of times you hear people go, oh, we sold out and stuff. I'm talking sold out. Woo-wee. Standing room only. People were standing all around, and it's in this brick wall basement. It's the coolest venue in all of New York City, I would hot, say. Hot dungeony, just bricky, New Yorky, old school. Or coolest alternative venue, at least, right, I would right, say. Right. Uh, Upper East Side, it's in an old school house, PS 109, that's turned into an artist housing. That's lunch. Oh, man. Uh, uh, soda called the Art Projects. <laughs> Brilliant. That's I don't great. know. It was right there the whole time because it's next great. to all these projects. Right, right. What, what's Beautiful. The, can I ask the ticket price? Ten bucks, and you get a free drink with oh, the purchase of a come ticket. On. That's and a steal. We had not White Claw, but what's the other one? Similar. Truly. Truly, yes. Ah, yours truly. I almost said yuckies. Yeah, they had some Trulies. <laughs> so Coors Light, you show up, you get a free drink, ten bucks, and it was a holiday the next day. All that helped. Oh, that's a hot crowd. Quite a lineup, and Tuesdays were everywhere. It was like the wise guys in the old days. Everywhere you looked, oh. wise guys were everywhere. I, I love don't know. it. A little referency. What is a stool pigeon? I always hear that. That's someone that fucking uh, gave someone up. A stoolie. Ah, I wonder why that means that. A pigeon, I think. Uh, they sit on a stool and they take up a stool. They kill a pigeon. Or a stool shitting. You they, know, they talk about it in On the Waterfront and Taxi Driver, but I'm still not sure. Stool softener. A pigeon. They kill a pigeon and stick it in your ass if you do it or something. Uh, I'm taking a stool softener right now. Oh, Miralex. Yeah, because yeah, oh. this, well, this keto thing. By the way, a lot of hot tips. Thanks, everyone. I'm trying the MCT oil. So many great diet advice. I'm going all natural. I'm eating all this broccoli, spinach, uh, grilled chicken, fish, and uh, you know, nice beef, natural foods, no more processed shit. I'm feeling better. Yeah. I'm taking all kinds of supplements and all this shit. I'm trying to get better. All right. But anyways... Last night, PS 109, sold out show, packed, so many twos, guys. Thanks for coming. And it was fun because we are like, what the hell is going on here? And we asked a bunch of people, how'd you find out about the show? And they said, Joe List, the Tuesdays with Stories, oh, the tweet. So this thing is growing. You got that right. Feels good. Grower Everybody killed. What's that you said? Growing out of shower. Yes. Well, we show, too, oh, I guess. Yeah. It's a Bro, show. How about a, can we be both? We're growing and showing. Yes. But uh, everyone killed. And I know you, you always say that, too. Right, It's like right. two things people always say. Like, it sold it out, but it wasn't. And then everyone killed, but one person ate it. All right. Everyone killed. All right. Killer show. Then I order a lift. I got to go home. Sarah's ready for bed. We go, I order a lift. But I remember my jacket is upstairs in Canner's apartment. Ah. Now, I've never made a lift driver wait ever in my life. I can't have people waiting for me. It makes me sick to my stomach. Same here. But I got to get the jacket. So I go, fuck. So we run on the elevator. Now there's another art project. It's all art housing. Mm -hmm. There's some other art losers trying to get on the elevator. Yeah, and they... The woman is holding the elevator door open, and no one's even coming. She's, like, just holding it. And I'm boiling because my lift is outside. I'm losing my... I can feel my rating going down. She's wasting time. And she's just holding it. And I go, uh, excuse me, uh, we're, we're in a hurry. You can't hold the elevator door. She's like, oh, you're in a hurry? And I was like, yeah, that's right. I have a car waiting for me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's right. Sarah, I mean, she started pulling my belt off because I asserted. Oh. I mean, sure, it was an old lady, but still... You could take her. By the way... Late or not late, car waiter, you can't hold an elevator door when there's other people. If you're the only one on, you can hold. Right. But if there's other people, you can't just decide for me that I don't get to leave. Right. Even if I have nowhere to be ever again in my life, what are you doing holding an elevator door open? What is the purpose? In case someone happens to show up on the hall? And it's a four-story building. At worst, they're waiting three minutes right. for it to go up to the fourth floor and come back. Then we go up one floor and they get off. I'm like, there's a stairwell. You could have taken the stairs, you fucking dirty Uh, old smelly twat. What an old bag of bones. But uh, this assertion thing, these ladies, they love an assertion. You got to say, hey, fucking move it or lose it. And she's like, oh, my God, that was really something. Ladies, you uh, you know, they like a little gray in the beard and a little assertion. And then um, I think that's it. Why don't women tell us these things? Why do we have to find out by yelling at some old hag in an elevator? Just let us know. We'll assert all day long. But I'll tell you, I can't wait to go see Alan. First thing I'm going to say is, hey, I told an old bitch to open the elevator. And uh, (laughs) he's going to be like, I'm proud of you. Okay, Good. Good. Maybe he'll blow you. But but great show. Thanks for coming. We'll do another one. And speaking of great shows, I had the exciting opportunity to open for Hall of Famer, All Timer. I'm excited. The one and only Norm MacDonald. 
Canada's own. Oh, my God. SNL, The Norm Show, Norm MacDonald, all the albums, all the specials. The it, king. One of the, one of the greats of all time. And so my hero. I get an email from my agent saying, hey, Norm MacDonald's looking for openers in Tarrytown, where I got married. Ah. Very exciting, and uh, he's doing Tarrytown Music Hall, which Witness. I did years ago with oh, DePaulo. Yeah. Great room. That green room is spectacular. Great room. Old, old theater, turn of the century, Everybody bullshit, something. Houdini and all that. Marx Brothers, you name it. It's a big theater, beautiful theater. So he says, my agent says, do you want me to submit your name? And I go, yes, please. And also, I think I should get this gig. He knows me. We're, right, we're friendly. Right. He's a fan. So I'm pretty confident I'm going to get it. But there's also that moment of like, this is going to be weird if I don't hear back. Right. Because I mean, right. Norm's going to see my name and be like, nah. Oh, yeah. So I was a little anxious. Get the email. Hey, you're good to go. You're open for Norm. I say, great. I'm all excited. I talk to Louis CK. And I say, yeah, I'm open for Norm Wednesday. He's like, what? I'm coming to that show. No Woo-wee. question about it. Which is nice because they don't give you travel money. It's a Wednesday. So I go, hey, if you're coming, how about forking over a little extra for the, uh, you know, PBS? And, PBS. Uh, that's a Seinfeld reference. As oh. long as you get your checkbook out, how about forking over a little extra? Oh, oh but I mean, is he going to, what does that mean? Well, I'm saying, how about you get the travel? Oh, you take care right, of the travel. Right, he's, right. he's rich. I'm I, not. I was confused. I'm sorry. It I was thought a bad he was reference. Drive. Well, he is. He's like, ah. I'll drive you. And I go, great, even better. I thought we would take the train, you know. Even better. Hop in the Louis mobile. So he goes, I'll drive you. And I go, all right, great. Now, I didn't even know he had a car or a license, this guy. Yeah, maybe he shouldn't. So I go, all right, great. So I go, we got to leave early because I'm a little nervous because he likes to show up after the show began. Mm. And usually he's doing a sold out Madison Square Garden. Show can't start without him. Sure. So he's kind of notorious for getting there after the show started. He lives by his own pant leg. Exactly. So once again, I got to assert. I got to go, listen, the traffic is bad. I want to get there early so I can talk to Norm. So I'm a little anxious. He goes, we can leave right now if you want. We can leave whenever you want. <laughs> that's that's your dream. You want to leave four hours early. That's my dream. So I go to therapy. I have a great therapy session. I go straight down to Louie's, get myself a big avocado green smoothie. It's all fresh. I eat it. I buy it. I eat it. I did that in reverse. Ah, Another well, Seinfeld reference. Sorry. What was that? Uh... When Kramer gets rid of his fridge. Oh, yeah. So what do you eat? It's all fresh. I buy it. I eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's dating Hildy. Yes, full-figured gal. You want some food. Um, (laughs) Maybe we should start plugging Seinfeld. This is like a companion piece to our show. Oh, yeah. If they've never seen the show. Good point. You'll get more of the references. You go watch that show, and then you'll be like, oh, wow. Right. You you might be missing a ton of... They might be like, what are they talking about? I think that happens a lot. It must. I mean, people are going to watch the Merv Griffin episode. They're going to say, where are the cameras? They're going to be like, shitting their pants. Yeah, it's going to answer a lot of riddles. That'd be a good shirt. Where are the cameras? That could be something. I like it. Hey, man. Even though it's theirs, but we took it. Don't tell me about shirts. Uh, <laughs> I'm the wrong guy. You're not wearing a shirt, are you? Yes, I am. What color is it? <laughs> Damn. Damn it. Um, uh, anywho, so reference. I get to Louie's house, and he goes, all right, let's leave. And I'm like, great. And I go, you have a car? He goes, oh, yeah, I got a car in a garage. We get over there. It's a Porsche. He's oh, got an old Porsche. I mean, this g- guy. What year? He did pretty well. Uh, 2019, I'm not sure. Come on. It was a week ago. I don't know. It was a four-door Porsche, which oh, I've never even seen before. I don't before. like that. I don't like that. But it was like a car car. It wasn't that four-door minivan they started making these sedans. It's a four-door sedan Porsche covered in dust, by the way. Ah, uh, yes. Which is the most Louis thing I can imagine. Just a dirty <laughs> Porsche. He's like, ah, it's just been sitting here. That's hilarious. Someone wrote, wash me and blow me. And, yeah, and jerk off on me. Yeah. So uh, we get in the Porsche. It's all exciting. I got seat heat. I love seat heat. It wasn't even uh, cold. I turned that thing on. We got the GPS, the whole business. I don't want my balls warmed up. They got seat cool, too. All right, now we're talking. I got a warm undercarriage. So we get in the Porsche. We drive up. Traffic's a nightmare, but we're driving up the West Side Highway, and I keep having this moment of, like, I'm in a car with Louie, headed to a gig to open for Norm. This is wild. quite a sentence. The lights are shining. The stars are bright. My mother's gay. The whole thing. Up is down. Black is white. (laughs) Um... But we go up there, and it felt fun because it felt old school where the comedian you jump in the car and drive to the gig yes. together. That never happens anymore. No. Now we're flying to Albany and the whole thing. But so. it's, it's all upgraded. Now it's a Louis and a Porsche and yeah. a Norm gig. Right. So this, it's this ain't you know an Elks Lodge. So it's so exciting. He's not even on the show. Then we pull into Tarrytown. I'm like, this is where I got married. This is where this thing. This is where you didn't come to my wedding, even though you said you were going to. And then we pull in, and then we're trying to find parking. And I go, what am I doing? I'm on the show. So I email, they go, we got a spot. She goes, I'll talk you right into the spot. So she talks me in. I'm like, I'm with my friend. Then I'm like, this is my friend Louie. And then she's like, oh, my God, I love Louie. She starts getting excited. Thank God. You're not going to go either way. Yeah, it gets nerve-wracking. 
It is a little nerve wracking to be like introduce him to people. Yeah, this is a, a Good. social pariah. Well, it's divisive. Thank you. So pariah is the right word. Piranha. That one. Pariah, piranha. He's got teeth. So we go mm. up there, and then we go, is Norm here? She goes, oh, Norm took the train up. He's been here since four. Nah, <laughs> like, he's classic. like fucking Matt Foley. Yeah. <laughs> so we go, up, we go upstairs. He's up there, and uh, he comes up, says hello. And now it's me, Louie, and Norm. We're like, let's go get some dinner. So we walk down the street. We go get a nice dinner. People are taking photos, which is exciting. Yes. Great dinner. We're talking SNL. We're talking Letterman, because ah. he did the last Letterman set. And I was like, I was the last comic to debut on Letterman. Whoa. And he's like, what? And then we started talking about that. We oh. talked about what? how he always wanted to do Carson. He didn't get what? Carson became uncool, so we didn't get to do Carson. He did it when... But he did it when Carson was still the host, but Leno was hosting that the, night. The guest host. Yes. So a lot of old late night talks and prepping for late night, and it's really just a special night. The meal's great. You know, he pays. We go over to the show, and the show is just killing. And Norm, he gets anxious before the show. He's a little. He's like, are you anxious? And I'm like, I am. And he's like, you don't seem anxious. And I'm like, well, I'm hiding it. And he's like, you're not anxious. I'm anxious. No, and wait, like, I gotta, was there any, aren't you freaking out? You don't really, I mean, you know him a little, but you, you don't know him, know him. Aren't you at dinner like, what the fuck is this? Like, was it normal? Was it weird? Were you nervous? I'm not freaking out because it sounds weird, but I've been around now. I know. I'm 19 but... years in. I mean, I've performed in front of him on live network television. True. So now Truly. I feel like maybe this is from meditation or old age or just uh, I hate life or something but now it's just like oh this is exciting this is a good guy i like this guy he's nice he's funny yeah i don't have as much shitting my pants energy anymore uh-huh hey, once you do the garden a few times i think everything gets the, the i still get it i still get it. i don't know I mean, I'm, I'm talking to bill burby now and i'm like oh, shit. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck. well don't get me wrong i'm excited All and right. there's part of me that's like this is pretty cool yeah but it's just a guy all right but it's a cool guy we're friends and he's a brilliant comic obviously sure but i think i might be more nervous if i met uh i don't know com comics just always feel accessible yes 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 because they're just we're just like, hey you met woody allen you'd be shitting woody allen i'd probably be shitting because the right. film maybe but i met uh what's her name too fucking streep she owes money. oh you met streep yeah we that's a big story we told that's right. my I, money. For, I forgot about streep deer but, hunter Anyways, so it's a good hang, and then uh, he's like, "I'm like, how much time do you want me to do?" He goes, "Whatever you want." And I go, "Well, what? I mean, I don't know." Fifteen. He's like, 15? Do twenty at least." Uh, he just was like, "Yeah, have fun." He's like, "I want to watch you." He's like, "I'm gonna go wow. change." He's like, I can't wait to see you. He's like, "I haven't seen you since we did the TV show." Unreal. And Louis's like, "I'm gonna watch you." Uh, and so now I'm a little nervous because I'm like, "Oh God!" And I, I've changed this diet dramatically, so I'm eating all this broccoli and greens and shit, and. I'm kind of squeezing out some little farts. Mm, that's fine. That's fine. I'm like, it's no big deal. Just a little couple squeakers. And there's a couple ladies that work there. They're sitting around back there. So I'm like, maybe they'll think it's them. Sure. And then at one point, Norm's telling a story about Burt Reynolds. Wow. And because I was farting, I missed the beginning. I I'm like, and at the end of the story, I was like, I'm sorry, who is this about again? Oh, no. And he goes, you don't know who Burt Reynolds is? He leans in. You don't know Burt Reynolds? I go, no, no, I know Burt Reynolds. I just, I spaced out. Yeah. And I didn't want to say why I was spacing out. And the reason was I thought I might be shitting my pants. I couldn't tell because I'm constipated. That's how I can picture Norm. You don't know Burt Reynolds? Yeah. That, and, he that goes, lean? and he goes, okay, okay, you know Burt Reynolds. And then a moment passes and he goes, I, I got to say something. Why do you use farting pretty bad, right? <laughs> Norm called me out of my farts. Oh, my And so God. now I'm like, oh, what do I do? Because Louie looks like he smells. And then there's two ladies over there on the typewriter. So I'm like, ah, I kind of wait a second. That's and hilarious. Louis, and Louie goes, yeah, man, it's fucking bad. Oh. And it, was, it felt like 10 minutes, but it was probably like two Mississippis. Yeah. And I went, yeah, it's me. I changed my diet. I'm really sorry. And he goes, no, no, it's all right. He goes, but boy, I really leaned in on it because he leaned in on the Burt Reynolds. <laughs> And he's like, I put my face right in it, and it's it's really foul. This and is I was amazing. like, I'm like, I'm sorry, and I feel so embarrassed. I got got called out. He's like, but good on you for uh, for owning up to it, because some people won't own up to a fart. And he's like, I respect you for it. Wow. And then we told the Henry Phillips story. Henry Phillips has a great bit about someone blaming a fart on him when they were one on one. He's uh. like, you can't blame me. It's I'm the only one here. Right, right, right. But anyway, wow. so that was awkward. And he goes, I'm gonna go change so I can watch you. And they go, All right, we're gonna bring you up from the god mic and i go yeah just i'm telling the intro and louis goes why don't i just bring you up? oh 
So I go, well, that would be great. So Louie's going to bring me up from the house mic. Ah. And he disguises his voice and does his, like, Madonna will be here on uh, November 35th at 1 p.m. And the crowd doesn't get it because they don't know it's Louie. Sure, sure. And it's not a Louie show, so they're kind of like, what? Right. And he usually he does that at his shows, and then he'll reveal that it's him. The uh-huh. crowd goes crazy, but he doesn't want to make a thing. Right, right, right. So he never does that. He just brings me out as this weird character. <laughs> yeah. I go out, I do 20, and a uh, great crowd, had a great time, killer show. I can hear Norm laughing. Now it's like one of those things where you're like, Louie's up there, I can hear him laughing yeah. in the balcony. Norm's side of the stage, I can see him out of my periphery, he's laughing. So that's where it gets wow, like really special. that's magic. It was pretty magical. This old wooden stage, I got married here, Norm MacDonald, Louis C.K. are watching. I bring out Norm. He gives me a big hug. He's oh! like, how funny was he? Which is quite a thrill. Unbelievable. Can the, you imagine this 10 years ago? So exciting. And then the lady goes, Louis got a chair for you. He wants you to join him up there. So I go, oh, great. I go up there. I bump into a few people. I'm like, hey, thank you. I uh, sit with Louis. We're on the side. We're in the Wilkes Booth seats on the side, the Lincoln seats. Oh, yeah. And uh, we watch Norm. We're howling, laughing, all the tags. So many great. I mean, go see Norm if you have the means. Yes. It's like unbelievable. He's on his game. The king. He is killer i mean amazing amazing comic and then we're like above everyone so we could see the crowd reacting Ah. to norm quite a thrill we go backstage we kick around stories for about a half hour a lot of laughs and a great time we hop back in the porch we drive and like louis and i just push each other into the bushes being like what about that bit what about this Ah. bit could you believe he did that how many said that he should change this to that no then we gave him lines that was the most Ah, exciting part Louis gave him some lines, and I gave him a tag, and he pulls out his phone. He's like, slow down, slow down. He's writing them ah! down. He's dying laughing. Come I got on. Norm laughing. I got a line in his ass. Oh, McDonald's. So cool. Come on. So cool. So exciting. And I'm like, and he, he's like, some comics don't like lines. He's like, it's so crazy to me. That's, I'm all lines. I yeah. want all the lines. Let's do some lines. And so uh, I gave him a line. Louis gave him a bunch of lines. We're all talking bits. And then there's an exciting moment where I go in the bathroom to piss, but it's an old wooden thing, and I can hear Norm being like, God, he's great. What? Like, Come I know, on! I know. This is unreal! Louis's like, I can't get him anymore. He's doing his old shows, and Norm's like, oh, boy, he's so great. I wish he was with me this week. And so that's really exciting. That's, that's the part where you feel really good. I couldn't even piss because I'm like, whatever. That's, unre- that's unreal. And then I come out, he's like, I hope you shit in there because you had to shit earlier, you <laughs> smelly cunt. I could picture him on stage going, how funny is he? I'll tell you, I'll tell you. He's uh, really farting over here. Yeah, it was really exciting, and to get called on the the fart was a little embarrassing. But ah, you run with it. Yeah, it was fun. And then we drove back into the city. Great talk. Down the West Side Highway. I say, hey, drop me off here at Midtown. And I say, hey, great night. Take care. Take the train home. I'm riding high. I feel like a million ah, bucks. What a night. And a uh, special night. Albany Funny Bone was great. And uh, I feel pretty good. Trying Man. this diet thing. I had one regressive night last night. I don't know what I ate. But I got to stay steady. And I got to eat natural. And- You're in control of this. Don't forget trying i'm trying hard I'm would trying you to... let's hear it would you would you flip out on no i didn't even do anything crazy i think relax? what happened was i ate a meal it was unsatisfactory so i ate a second meal i ate, put too much in there all right, all right i gotta do a little at a time i also ate and then fucked right away mm. and then i was on my back at one point on it and you can't lay down with like three hours after eating so ah, i think that sent stuff up i got stressed and, and so i'm trying to be healthy Anyways, All that, right. that was a long time, sorry. Man, but Norm, that's uh, that's legendary. Wow, what a night. Porsche, Norm, theater, farting. That's, uh, that's all my favorite things. Very exciting. Uh, I just want to say, uh, did the shrooms, I'm going to I'm gonna tease it, what happened on the shrooms. It wasn't anything crazy, but uh, fun night, Beantown, what, where are you going to be? Right, so we'll do this next week. Did I cut you off at some point? I feel bad. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, I went long on the bus stuff. Ah, shit. I busted up. Oh boy! I'm busted, but oh, yeah, yeah, great tune. Yes. So, uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, no, no, it, was, it was a, it was a, it was a nothing story. Where I'm glad you. Well, you shroom had sounds like something. It, it, it sounds like something, but I just want to say we're way over time here. But um, I just want to say the uh, there was there's some guys in Boston. They they'll really razz you. What do you mean? Well, the ball busting. But we had I had the shrooms in my pocket, and I we go to the we go to the Union Oyster House. I was like, I want to do oh, one wow. cheesy Boston thing, touristy, and we got a clam chowder. No, what's interesting about Union Oyster House? Sorry to interrupt. It claims to be like the oldest restaurant. Yeah. But then I did some research, and there's one in New Orleans that's older. What? Well, I don't know which one. They got no electricity. It's something. 
Yeah, I know the one in New Orleans. I didn't know they were. I just thought Union Union. Supposedly it's older. I don't know if that's Union Oyster House. There's some restaurant in New Orleans that's supposed to be older than Union Oyster House. Oh, oh, I see. I don't know what's what, though. Oh, boy. Well, we're going to have to do some Googling. Maybe the new Tuesdays with Facts can check it out. Oh! That was, that's a cool account. I love the account. Yeah. Okay, so you got the mushrooms. You're getting Raz. You're at Union Oyster House. I, there's you're, a bald guy watching the LSU game, so I'm like, oh, I know LSU. I'm from Louisiana, blah, blah. And he's like... He, and then uh, my gal walks out of the bathroom. He goes, Jesus, she's a dime. You know, big, fat Boston guy, mustache, bald. Yeah. And he goes, she he goes, what are you doing with this geek? <laughs> Which I fucking, Ugh. I died laughing. But then you're like, how do you know I'm not like some, I could have just, you know, yeah, done one of these right in the it. nose. Yeah. And then she's got a nose ring. And he goes, why are you putting that in your face? What are you doing? And like this guy, I'm like, like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, you, you called me a geek, which is fine. I don't give a shit. But like. That's a gal. You're just shitting on like her choices. I don't know. We don't even know you. We don't even want to talk to you. We're, we're humoring you already by chatting, and then you're gonna shit on her thing. I feel like that's shaped my whole life. This is what I grew up with. It's all my uncles yes. and cousins. Everyone. Hey, what do you got? A fucking new sneaker? You fucking right. idiot. You eating chicken? You fucking homo? Yeah, he's a, he's a fat guy, and he was on the. Oh, this is this is sad. But he's on the phone with his daughter, and you can tell she doesn't want to hang out with him. He's on the phone in the middle of the bar. He's going, so. It's like a four-hour drive. If you come over here, we can hang out. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, you should come. You should really come. I got nothing to do all night. And you can tell she's like, ah, I don't want to hang out with this fucking dweeb. Oh, boy. But uh, she's like, oh, maybe. He goes, well, what if I come to you? And she's like, ah, oh, well, you know. And then he just hangs up. Oof. And I'm like, this is why you're alone. You're chewing people out. You don't even know me. You call me a geek. You blow me, you kook. Sounds like he's chewing a lot. Uh -huh. Fat fuck. Chewing the fat. All right. Loser. That, it's an ab abrupt ending, but I'll tease the shrooms. We'll tease the shrooms. Next week, same gay channel, same gay time. Yes. Uh, this weekend, I don't know how many Tuesdays are out in Des Moines, but I'm in Des Moines oh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. A couple of them were at the show last night. They came into town for the live pod and our show, then they're going back to Des Moines, so they're going to see me a lot. Ooh but uh, Des Moines, Iowa, this weekend, I'm excited to be there. Then we got some big ones next weekend, D.C. Draft House. Oh, That's November 22nd and 23rd. That's big. Hit some bonuses, folks. Having a root canal on Tuesday. God, I'm oh, fucking dreading it. I hate it. And then uh, Laugh Boston. That's uh, the biggest one for me right now, November 29th and 30th. If you're in New England, for God's sakes, come out. It's Thanksgiving weekend. I know you'll be home. Get your tickets early. And uh, it's one show Friday, two shows Saturday. Come to Friday or early show Saturday. I'd like to hit a fucking bonus for God's yes, sake. Yes, yes. And uh, so come to the Friday show or the early Saturday show. And then uh, Hilarities in Cleveland, December 5th through the 7th. Sarah's on all those shows with me, other mm. than Des Moines. So come out to those and uh, get on the Patreon. For God's sakes, it's a really great deal. The new live pod that we're doing Tonight, yes, we'll be up there soon. I don't know when. It'll be there like this week or something. So. Yeah, and you don't want to miss it. We got some funny cats, and it's a sold out show. I think so. It's gonna be cooking. Yes, that's it for me. Uh, this weekend I'm at Rooster Teeth Feathers. A couple shows sold out, so let's pack them all out with Tuesdays because those tech nerds come up and they they get all offended and ruin everything. So come on out to that. Then I'm in Portland. I'm at the Blue Room in Missouri. Uh, we're doing Santa Ana. That's going to be a doozy. we got to figure out what dates are stand-up, what dates are live pod. Oh, yeah. Please uh, come to that, for God's sakes. Doing a, a pop-up show in Philly, a pop-up show, two in Jersey, one in Medford, and one in, I think, Hoboken. So come out. Always ask about the Jersey. San Francisco in January. I got Nashville on the books, Toronto on the books, Atlanta, St. Louis, Helium, uh, shit in my mouth. Uh, we got some other fun ones coming up. Uh, uh, Chicago in May. Moon Tower together. Oh, yeah. Moon Tower. Oh. And uh, what's the other festival? Skankfest. Skankfest in Houston. Tampa. Skide Splitters. And uh, that's all I got for now. So, oh, I'll bring. If you want some shirts, DM me because I don't know who wants them. And I'm sick of lugging these fucking rags around. All right. Tell me your size, the whole thing. That's it. We're going to go do a live up right now. New York City. Here we go. Praise Allah. Moms, Bob's your uncle. Blow your dad and eat out your sister. Farts. <laughs>